table. Now the Eagles to come back again to fall forward. Oh, Barney! Darling tapping. Darling again. Gives it to Ryan. And then Ryan's little kick is a good one to Kennedy. Yes! 50. McGovern. McGovern. What a player. What a mark, Bruce. What a mark. And he goes to Your hosts are Wazza, Dan and Wayne. Oh, welcome back, boys. Sorry I've been on a break, but we're back. It's uh, brought to you this week by Podcast Central, as usual. So how you been going, guys? Yeah, very good. Two more wins since our last podcast. So as you can imagine, we're all happy chaps right now. Yeah, good wins. And as I said a while back, these next three games, or counting last week, were the big games to set us up. That had to be the ones. Yeah, well, I was away. Sorry, guys. I was over in Melbourne watching the Eagles at uh, MCG and uh, got to go in the room, so it was pretty good. But like you were just saying, the next four weeks, I reckon, sets us up for either a top four or a top two spot. Mm. We've got Frio this week at Optus. We've got Magpies at Optus. We've got Melbourne in Alice Springs, not Darwin, Alice Springs, and the Roos at Optus. Well, just the next two weeks, we beat Freer, we beat Collingwood, we're outright second on the ladder. Yeah. Yep. So from then, it's our job to protect that position, yep. you know. And funny well, enough, well, set t- you up. 10 and 4, we're exactly where we were last this time last year. Yep, it's mm. interesting. Um, can they win eight of the next eight? <laughs> oh, I'd love that. To be honest, I think we're in a situation where if we drop two, we're still thereabouts for the second yep. spot. But, you know, you, you want to be in your best form. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think we want to win every game up to Richmond because I think Richmond at the G is going to be a, a very tough test. They're coming good at the Yeah, moment. after I saw what the Eagles produced at Hawthorne, against Hawthorne on the G, I'm really confident we're the best performed team at the G mm. uh, yeah, in and, the last few years. And Luke Shuey's ranked the second best player on the MCG. Did you know that? He's a master of the G. I He's reckon. brilliant, isn't he? All right, um, congratulations to the WA lads who took out the under-18s carnival uh, this week with a five-point victory against Vic Country. I don't know if you saw any of the vision guys. Saw the last Reagan Clark had a kick afterwards, so like Shuey-like yeah. or McGovern, and he put it through the centre and they won the game. They were, they were ahead by about four or five goals and credit to Vic Country, they came back. and uh, But... They won it, this first one in 10 years, and the team that was won it last in 10 years included Nick Nat, Newey, Darling, and Fife. Yeah, we got six All-Australians, and, and plus the coach. And so um, seven in that All-Australian Yeah, team. the All-Australian was uh, Devin Robinson, and he's a guy I reckon I want to talk about a bit later. And Luke Jackson was runner-up in the Lark medal yes. to Devin Robinson. So the two guys that could factor high on the draft but will the Eagles be able to get them because if they're going to get Kelly they're going to have to make a few uh, changes here if they want to get every one of those guys um, fingers crossed for Riley Garcia he's a boy from uh, Swansea went down with an injury so I don't know if it's an ACL yet but let's hope it's not they um, did say they look in that more PCL, PCL. Oh, let's, yeah, let's hope so were, yeah, because until they PCL. get the scans they don't know but that's what they're hoping yeah. for hmm. alright we've got a question for you guys before we get to question time 
These players are out of contract. Joe put them up on uh, the TNG page and the Eagle Nation page on Facebook. If you haven't got on those pages, guys, get onto them. These guys are out of contract, so have a look at your list. I'm going to ask you, I'll say the name, and you either say two years, one years, or cut. All right? You ready? Yep, let's go. Archie. Cut. 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 Marston. Cut. One uh, year uh, on a insurance contract. The thing with Marston, I don't like the word saying cut because I'll re- more retire. You know, he's 30, you know. Um, I don't think he's going to retire. I think the list, yeah. Move on. McInnes. Cut. Cut. Um, I think they'll cut him, yep. Brayshaw. Nah, give him, give him another year. I could say, I'd say give him two years. I'll give him two Nelson, I'll definitely give two. Two years. Two years, definitely. Or use him as trade boat. Smith, no. cut. We, no, yeah, not a fan. We don't have the demotion to keep him on the rookie list option, but yeah, no. I'll give him a year. No, if you want to put him on the rookie list, it's entirely yeah, up to you. I'll keep him on rookie list, yeah. Brooksby? If we don't get another Ruckman, and I think another year as insurance. I'd give him another make. year insurance. Mm. Mutima, unfortunately, I'd cut. I'll cut me. So he's had long that's enough. tough one. He's had a great last six weeks probably, of Waffle. Probably his best year really at Waffle. Really playing off halfback. So, um, yeah, but I don't think he's going to make the cut. Lee, uh, Lewis Jetta? Oh, I'd definitely a year. Two, two, I'd, I'd give him two. I'd give him two. I'd give him two. Yearly basis. But I think once I get to a certain How age, Eagles... He? He's, in th- he's, he's not 30 young, now, is he? Isn't he? He's not yeah. young, I know that. Yeah. yeah, I think they give him a one-year policy. That's the way yeah. it goes. Uh, this is the big conjecture one. So it's Matty Allen. Um, I'll give him another year, basically, because you've got to look at this almost like his first year, because he was a forward predominantly, and we got forwards, so they've moulded him into the midfielder. So I'll give him another year, see if he can squeeze in that midfielder. Well, I'm going to cut him just on someone I'll bring up later on. I, I, I think... If we want to fit in two other players, I think they'll I think, cut him. An, I, I think he's an iffy, unless if they're going to get who they want, if they want to get those two yep. guys from the East. Yep. So, but I, I really like Alan. Hickey? I oh, he's got to another, another year. two years. Yeah, I'll give him a year. Scoey? I think Scoey might retire. I'd put him in Maston where they retire him. I reckon he'll have a given a one-year insurance thing where he'll be playing predominantly Waffle, and they use him as insurance, pretty much what they're doing now, and they'll give him that one year. With Maston and Schofield, it's not... It's time to move on and blood a younger yeah. player in that role. That's what it is. Yeah. They're, they're still playing good footy, but it's just time to move on. And they are favourites of the club. It's not an indictment on them. And there's another the player on the rookie list, uh, Super Freak Watson. Yeah, he's I'd, a hard one. I'd give him another year. On skill. He's been on the rookie list two years, would, so they yeah. have to drop him and then re-pick him. Right. Or um, they put him onto the uh, main list and then drop him back. Depends how he's going at uh, Waffle. He's been hasn't been going too bad since he got back. He, he seems to have plateaued for me. Mm. He hasn't made that next step, and I've just got a feeling that he might be unlucky. I'm really happy with what Nelson's done since coming mm. in, and I'm really happy with how Cole's responded since going back. Mm. And he plays that role, yeah, doesn't he? True. So I would cut him. It's it's and, brutal. It's harsh, mm. but that mid to small backs. Yeah, we've got a plethora well, of them. Jetta, you got Jetta playing on half back. He's not going to take his spot. Yeah, you've got. Shepherd, Shepherd, you got Hearn. Yep. They're not going to play that. And, Duggan, and Liam Duggan, you're not going to move him either. Yeah, nah. Liam Duggan. That's what people me, are saying. Drop set. him now, but Liam Duggan's there no, forever and yeah. a day. So Who, let me put this to everyone so now. Liam Duggan will be our next captain or no, vice captain I of this disagree. club. 
I've, he will be I in that disagree. I guarantee. Uh, I think Oscar the Allen, to be honest, in a few years, we, uh, I agree got with uh, the younger guys. No, I agree with Liam Duggan will be the man. Now I agree with uh, Dan here. I reckon Oscar Allen is it. I love it when I get one of you to agree with me. Usually yeah, I'm the odd one out. Here. I reckon yeah. Oscar Allen. After having a chat with him uh, after the game, I think he's it easy. All right, look, useless stats. We always chuck one in there. Um, I heard this on. Can't remember. Where I heard this. It was on the radio. 124 coaches, including caretaker coaches, have been at AFL club since 1999. It's a lot of coaches. Only 18 have won a flag, and most of them did that in five years of coaching. Simic once said, if you can't win a flag in the first seven years, you should look up away. somewhere yeah. else. Mm. I agree with that. And that, that. Proves, proves right, just on those stats. The stats back it up. Well, Brad's got win 10. Because mm. so. that's the thing, if you've been there seven years, that's long enough to actually rebuild a club and then contend. Mm. Yep. All right, question time. Quick little answers. Will Longmire take the rumoured offer of the ruse of five years at 1.2 million years? I mean, one point two million a year. John Longmire. Yeah. I, I think he. Uh, tell you what, he's. I think he's turning. To be honest, I reckon he's. I think up, he's turning. I reckon he's over the line. The kangaroos. I reckon. That's my opinion. If if Sydney don't give him a new contract, he's gone. I know well, he's got one, mm. but extend it and more money, he's gone. Mm. All right. Um, Clarko's knocked this on the head, but will he be the coach at Carlton next year? No. Oh, God, the the word coming out of Melbourne. He's. They reckon he's big chance there, but. I don't know. No, they said today that he's knocked it on their head. Mm. Um, if Carton are looking for a coach, see which have a look at him because his uh, record stacks up for it. Um, should the Eagles pick in the up-and-coming under-18 championships a star like Luke Jackson or Devin Robinson instead of trading the first two round picks for a player like Tim Kelly? Well, this year, well, you're not going to... Yeah, that's an interesting one because I'm a massive Luke Jackson fan of of course, because I've known him through basketball. And I think Luke Jackson might drop back into early second round. No, he won't. He'll be in the top 20. But is it, you know, that's what, well, 18 from mm. Oregon, he's up to 25. Mm. Um, the thing is, if you're going to go for Kelly, you're going to miss out on two stars like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Unless we create a little rumour. I was going to say, did you want me to Yeah, to say, say it. Let's go out with it. Yeah, all right. All right, before we say uh, things in the media, you've got to take this with a grain of salt, but it's looking likely now that Gaff actually signed a two-year contract. Um, I heard one. Yeah, and the thing is he or said, five. and he's gone on the record saying <laughs> this, he never used words like he wants to be a one-club player. He's never used things he only ever wants to play for the Eagles. He didn't want to leave the club under those circumstances and leave it like how he did after being suspended. So he signed a short-year contract, which now doesn't takes him off the free agency list, and mutually willing to depart the Eagles now, freeing up the salary cap to go. Now... And the Eagles get something in return. Yes, that's exactly right. And this is mutually... The rumour mill going around is that nothing's... You can't sign things this time of year. No. But Gaff departing, and it might not be straight to Geelong, but what we get for Gaff will go to Geelong. That frees up the salary cap. Tim Kelly to the Eagles looks very likely now. And this is coming from a few sources, close family members. Also, Xavier Ellis let slip. He didn't want to say big news and then let slip that a mature age player, but not a veteran, not a Hernan, Josh Kenny, that is leaving the Eagles, that will free up huge salary cap space, was slipped. 
and the only one that fits that criteria is Gaff. As I said, this is a mutual thing b- between him and the club. There's no animosity. There's nothing bad. And as we all learned with the Judd trade, a door closes, more opens. And I think we can get Tim Kelly without risking all these draft picks. We're not going to lose Brandon. We're not going to lose this youth who we all want to keep. And, yeah, there's just – the dominoes are starting to settle, and it's not one report. It's lots of little ones now added up, could, and that looks like – Could the, Jack Darling be that mature? No, I don't player. think so because no. he's in contract talks no. now. And yeah. I think they he's would still be – still got another year on his contract. I think they would be so much more worried about locking down a key forward They're, than agree. they would be for no, a midfielder. With, with Darling, I, agree. I agree. I don't think – With Darling, they're trying to extend it so he doesn't fall into the <laughs> free agency thing. Um, <laughs> and then you put the icing on top of the cake, Stephen Canilio. I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> well, well, we could touch on it briefly because that's a pipe dream. Getting, I think Kelly's there, but then we've got Nick Nat, uh, Josh Kenny, and Hernan Lower deals getting less money. Gaff leaving would be um, huge salary cap relief. Kelly coming in, and then uh, we said jokingly, you know, well, half heartedly about Maston Scoy retiring. So that means a kid would be on like you know hundred to two hundred thousand a year. That frees up more money. Suddenly, if Gaff departed, then we have the space to almost go for two. And Cogs is a free agent, so it doesn't cost the yeah. club only mm. just with salary cap space. Right. Could happen. We can dream. Uh, rumors are rumors, uh, but where there is smoke, there is fire. Um, how does the ruck situation play out now? With Nick and Hickey when they're fit and Vardy comes back fit, how can Vardy make a contribution? He won't. Vardy won't fit in that team with Hickey Unless and of injury. Nick. Unless injury, because you've got yep. Oscar Allen there, yep. who's got youthful speed and endurance, and who's probably, skill-wise, is getting towards way past Vardy's issue. Yep. And you know what? Hickey, if Hickey was an injury, though, he loses out. I can see him just playing Nick and Allen, Oscar Allen in that area. That yeah, probably. Um, and to be honest, because they could always bring in um, Waterman to cover the, Oscar. That's right. This is something that I really noticed with the Waffle, right? So you had Vardy and Brooksby playing. Vardy got injured, but did you know who did all the rucking, well, majority of the rucking on the weekend? Bailey the Williams. Bailey Williams. Mm. Are they realising that Hickey and Vardy aren't going to fill that role they want and they want mm. something similar to Oscar Allen, which is Williams, but Williams is more... Mm. The ruck build and then forward. He did. He won twenty two hitouts. So with yeah. Vardy and Brooks it, it, being it, that side, they put Williams in it. Yeah, Are they fast tracking? I didn't see it. It's funny you say that because one of the guys on the I can't remember who it was now on the site said when I said you know like it'd be great to get Tim English, but obviously that's gone. Yep. He said, mate, I'm telling you now, Bailey Williams. They've got him earmarked to play in the ruck. Well, he was in. And he, he was a ruckman at under eighteen. He'd so, only been yeah. playing key forward in the waffle, but then all yeah. of a sudden, like I agree, I saw the stats yep. last week. He's had 20, 23 hit outs. Yeah. The second best ruckman in the under yeah, that's it. So. He's, and Brooksby only had eight, I think it was. He's the exact mould of what we were trying to turn Vardy into, where yeah. we wanted someone to ruck and pinch hit. Forward. And he's extremely athletic. He's he's brilliant. He's the ability, and I think they're fast track. I think they've said, right, right. Nick Nat signed a three year deal. Let's fast track this player this year, and yeah. he could come in play that forward pinch hitting ruck yeah. next two and years. And there's the young guy that you spoke about that hurt his foot. Um, uh, <laughs> recently, just got. Injured. Um, Bynes, not Bynes. No, no, Riach. No. Oh. no, Edwards. No, not Edwards. Oh yeah, Harry Edwards. Harry Edwards. Well, that question was from Dazza, our sound yeah. guru. Who I need to get in touch with because I'm having trouble with my setup here. Um, can free forwards function together in Rioli, Ryan, and Cameron every week? I'm going to say no because you've got Crips there. 
yeah. you got Petrol, you know, got injured, but he plays up there too. Mm. So, no, I think Cameron would be the unlucky one to come right. out. Um, great to see this young kid get a go and taste the AFL. So he gets a real tackle in pre-season and maybe, you know, cements himself in best 22. But, no, I don't think he can play all Crips, Rioli, Ryan and Cameron. No. Especially if you want a Petch to come back in with his pace. Look, Rioli had a shocker last week. Um, I put Rioli in the... we got to wait for him to get fit again. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nat. Uh, Brass might have the same effect in Rioli. We've got these players now back in our best 22, but they're not at their best yet. Mm-hmm. I think so I reckon at the end of the year, week. I reckon come finals, as long as no more injuries, yeah. we're going to be very dangerous you, as they get fit. Can I say, Liam Ryan's game has gone to a whole new level. Yeah, he's, he's putting it up. He's, outst- his defense is outstanding, and his team play now. Last week, he gave Cripps two goals in that second yeah. quarter. I was going to say, that's something that surprised me with Ryan, is he has become one of the most unselfish forwards in the mm. competition. Yeah. That yeah. was actually going to be one of my questions, so we'll fit that in there because it worked nicely. All right, cool. All right, let's get on to the final siren. It's the final siren. All right, guys, we're briefly going to talk about the Essendon game. Uh, I think uh, I was a... So one of those games where you sit there and go, God, we could have won by so much more. Mm. We were just so dominant in every facet of that game. It's just we weren't accurate. And 35-point win, that is a great... That's a large win almost, modern sense. Mm. Yeah, but, but it should we're have just been 65 yeah, it, or 75. 80-plus, I reckon that was easy. Yeah. But it was even... Even with us not converting as well as we'd hoped, that was such a good game as a supporter to sit back watch saying, we're getting close to our best again. You know, that's where I felt... Out of all year, that's where I feel we're turning the corner here yep. and we are going to be dangerous. Like. Our second half is outstanding. And it is amazing that we could have cost Wusher his job if we kicked straight and kicked 23-11 instead of 11-23 or whatever it was. Wusher could have lost his job and not have beaten GWS, been in the fact of beating GWS the next week. Well, week's the only reason they beat beaten. GWS, um, one of the worst games I've ever watched when I was over there, it was quiet, um, was because Bow Chambers got injured. Mm. And they had to move Hooker up forward, yeah. and that's the only reason they won. And um, and you know, uh, free kick or a touch ball didn't go their way. But John Wersfold, uh, he's on knife's edge every game, I think. Yeah, especially with the Essendon cater groups. But yeah, but I thought our second half against Essendon was pretty close to as good as our preliminary final in Melbourne last year. Yeah, 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 it was good. I, I felt the South felt yeah. that good by converting. Mm. Game, we had yeah. game dominance, but we just couldn't get on there. And how many times does uh, Kennedy miss, you know? Oh, what, he had five points before Yeah, five, three goals, five. So. And that's where he excels too, converting. He doesn't get much uh, of the ball, but he, he makes advantage of it. you those first five kicks, he went back to the old stutter. So. Yeah, yeah. He's so, brought that right back, And then he come out in the second, third quarter, which isn't usually our best quarter for the year. Mm. And it proved with the Hawks game... Uh, but we put the, I think we put it to bed there in the third quarter, and we just did what we had to do. Uh, let's move on to the just, uh, quickly. Sheet another dominant game. Oh, the goat. He's yeah. just this is a breakout year. I say that jokingly, yeah. but it's fast becoming true. Like he's just great yeah. to watch this year. Yeah, I just call him the goat now. I don't yeah. call him Sheed. He's, so, he's kicking some great goals in that. Oh, band, isn't right? he? Like we, we, we'll move on to the MCG game with the Hawks. Um, very. Bleak, dismal day in Melbourne. Uh, I was over there for a few days and it was beautiful weather, except for the Saturday. It just pissed down all day long. I was just going to say, it didn't stop, did it? It uh, was just uh, so wet and miserable. didn't stop. Uh, it looked like um, there was no one at the ground because everyone was undercover. That's how heavy... It was raining pretty heavy. And I'm just... 
I was really happy. It was a grinding win, but the way Eagles won, it's not their game plan, and they just hung on and kept going, mm. even when um, Hawthorne got on top, and that was when Hutchings put a hammy. Mm. That, that's not sugarcoated. Um, Impey had no impact at all. None. But then had a good he went off. He, his, his third quarter was electrifying, mm. and they got a few out the back. Um, yeah, just interesting to watch that game, and... Um, I was on game day, AFL game day the next day, and we got to ask the uh, panel a few questions. And one of the guys asked, uh, were you surprised at the crowd to Sean Burgoyne? And um, Burgoyne basically said, he goes, yeah, I thought it was an Eagles home game. Yeah. He goes, because... You could hear that even on the TV. You really could. He said it was amazing. And he goes... Yeah, they would have loved to have more people there, but it, and and it was it was every time the Eagles scored, it was massive. And when they ran out, it was like, yeah, yeah. we're playing. At home it was, it was a great return, and Nick as well. You know, yep. he certainly makes a bit of difference. You know, Simo made the point that first three minutes of the last quarter, and and this is what I was talking about. But Bergwijn said it in the last. He wasn't supposed to be on. You, you tell they he was a. They're playing in managed minutes, mm. 17 minutes a uh, quarter. Yeah. And in the last quarter, he played a bit more. And at the end, it was his presence. He said he doesn't do much, but his presence on the ground, and this is coming from a rival team, saying his presence on the ground is just enormous. But that's why I say that, you know, when it's that last, I was saying about Vardy, like last year, Vardy was going in and burrowing. That's why he got back in game. Pressure. The pressure, and he wasn't yep. doing it this year. But that's what Nick was teaching him last year. Yeah. Then that's what Nick does because. People bagging from other clubs say he doesn't get many stats, but if you watch, he's a he's our fifth ground ball player in the middle of the ground. And yep. you imagine a hundred and thirty kilo brute like him coming at you. I mean, you get out of the way, wouldn't you? He brings the ball to ground in marking contests. Yep. He tackles, yep. and as you say, he puts the pressure on. But forty-one hitouts in fifty-eight percent game time. Yeah, that is insane. <laughs> well, it was the, the, interesting. The stats, all the stats were even except the hitouts, which Eagles won by twenty. And the clearances, we won by 10. Um, and that was the only difference in the stats all the way over. They were pretty even. Well, the clearances in that last quarter won us that game. Yeah. But just staying on Nick Nat for now, the hitouts to advantage, that's the one you really want to look at. 12 to advantage, yeah. Oh, But his hitouts to advantage are just... A Gorn hitout to advantage and then a Nick Nat hitout to advantage. And how many vastly of different. He doesn't punch. I very yeah. rarely see Nick Nat punch. He just open slaps it to where he wants to go. Yeah. It's not many, a punch forward. How many were to Shuey? Oh, he's, he'll be so... In that last his quarter, numbers will go I so I think up. it was four in the last quarter alone just to Shuey. And, yeah, it was just amazing. And one thing that I did notice, because when i at the ground, you see the game differently and you go watch it on TV. Um, Elliot Yeo held most of the game. Yeah, he still had 11 tackles. But in the last 10 minutes of the game... He was best on ground, I thought, not Shuey, because he broke free, had, I think, about six possessions and about six of his tackles in the last 10 minutes of the game. Mm. Oh, and I can't go past Shuey in that last, yeah. that but whole last quarter, wrong. man. Oscar Allen's mark game boy, it was outstanding to, you know, like, that, turn them, just got the guy back into back into. And Jack line. Darling, six marks in a wet day. Mm. That was the most on the ground, along with Gaff. I reckon that's his best game for and the year. for him to play away... That's the best away game I've seen in his career. Mm. And he was... JK was... People were saying he's getting howled, and he was getting howled and all that, but they were dropping people into... Hawthorne, Clarko's a good coach. Mm. He was dropping people, Sicily and that, back into that hole. So uh, Kennedy couldn't get his usual run, which he loves. Um, and Frawley, for some reason, he's kept 
uh, JK goalless twice. Yeah. And the last one was I, AFL I, Grand I, Final in 2015. I know you made a comment, say, oh, no, he was getting beaten. But when you watch from the TV, he was getting held in every single contest by yeah. two players. I mean, he was getting armed. How he never had kicks. Oh. And, uh, look, one thing too, guys. If Brad Shepard cannot make an All-Australian team this year, those dickheads don't know what they're picking. Oh, yeah. How was that, that talk? Guy, that talk, That man. talk. But those spoils he did on Gunston yeah. where he put, just put his, managed to get his hand in front, put the ball. Yeah, they're match winning. He has to be in the squad at least. He, he has to be in, oh, be in the top 40. He has um, to be in the squad. He's a premier. He's, he's an elite. Yeah. They're all talking about Caleb Daniel, but this guy is oh. elite. Um, really? You get no argument no, from Eagles fans. No Hawks player. They had no multiple goal kickers. No. So it was all single goal kickers. Mm. Then you've got Darling, who kicks five goals. In, in a wet day. He's amazing. But we've talked about this before. I'll just quickly get on Shuey now. Whenever... I think... Because he gets tagged all the time, they forget how good Shuey is. Yeah. As soon as you take that tag off and you put it on Yo, Collingwood did it in the grand final, and it was the best grand final in 10 years by mm. an individual player. He yep. had 39 disposals, 11 clearances, 9 tackles. Yeah. That is amazing. Like, I think, and that's because they tagged Yo again. I think they tagged Yo because they think Yo, when he's forward, is more damaging. But I think it's coming around, I think it's coming full circle that regardless who they tag, both of them are damaging. Mm-hmm. So you can't tag both of them. I think you've always got to tag Shuey. Like, you didn't tag him. He got 754 metres gained or something like that. Yeah, 600 Wet game. Everyone's disposal fishes yeah. is out. Everyone's is. O'Meara went at 33, and he had mm. a great game, but 33, that's horrible. But Yo doesn't get the tag, and he has these great games, but he doesn't ever really post those numbers. No, he never gets those numbers. numbers. He never gets right. those numbers. All right, guys, let's get on to the D because that's what's coming up, and we all love to hate Freo. Well, actually, we just hate him, so let's talk about him. It's bounce down. It's the Derby number 50. The Eagles lead 29 to Frio 20. The last five times they've met, not counting pre-seasons, Eagles have won by 13, 58, 8 points, 30 and 41 points. Mm. So... And they've actually won the last eight. So the last time Frio won was round three in 2015. So it's a bit between drinks there for the uh, Frio team. They want to keep it like that. Yeah, um, it worries me a bit. Whenever you've got such a large yeah, record, it, it's, it's a horrible thing to say, but you're just due a loss. Yeah, due a loss. You know, eight in a row is a massive... Like we were with Hawthorne. Exactly. We you were know? due a win. Footy's, yeah. footy's a strange game this year because, like, let's face it, um, Fremantle... They've lost. These are the teams they've lost to. Tigers, Bombers, Crows, Eagles. But then they've lost to the teams that were at the bottom. Blues, Suns and Melbourne. They're the only team to do that in since Eagles did it in 2011. I was going to say, I was going to ask you, do you know who was the last team? No, I didn't want to mention um, it. So, you know, no one expected the Blues to beat Frio last week. Um, did they get complacent? I don't know. They blame it on umpires. Um... You know, they had down two players. At the end of the day, if you're not on your game 100%, you're going to get rolled. So, you know, Eagles are now shooing here. Uh, Freo, they've won against Roos, Brisbane, Magpies, Giants, Bulldogs, Saints and Port. I so like they can beat some of the top teams. Uh, 
last week's game, they had Walters playing, they had Fife playing. Those two really carry that side. Yeah. So they, it, you can't really use, in my opinion, injuries as an excuse. Well, I wouldn't use injuries, um, but I mean injuries to... And five Carlton. goals up in the first quarter. Um, I think yeah. they... Kane Corn said it. So this is a moment. They said they're becoming arrogant for a Townsend. And... Was that? Did they just expect it to be an easy win? Because as soon as you expect something to be an easy win... But Kane win, Corn said that a couple of weeks beforehand too. He, he, he's, yeah. he's a headline grabber. That's all he is to me. He's a he headline is, grabber. I would have and, to agree here. And if he, if they got ahead of himself if to he, lose to Carlton at home. Yeah, they got ahead of themselves. Um, you know, they'll come out with every excuse under the sun except that, that their players didn't do the roles in the last few uh, moments of the game. What I did notice, because I didn't see it, I saw it on replay... Um, they rely on Walters too much. Mm. And in the last minute of the game, they tried to kick it to him twice. Yeah. The first time it worked because it spilled out and Switakowski, whatever his name is, got a goal. But in the last nine minutes, they tried, he had two players on him and they kicked it to him twice. That, that's get back to and, what and I was saying. And they ran off it. And I'm just going, stop having your reliance on Bradley Hill, Sonny Walters, Fife and Mundy. I think that's why Hill has played such good footies because... He's a bit of the Walters and Fife show, and they get all the attention. Yeah. Mm. And it just allows him to play the perfect winger role, yeah. two-way running. And know? look, they've got plenty of run, but let's go in to who's been selected. The Fremantle have selected Rory Lobb and Sandylands. So they're our Crowden and Collier. and Collier. Right, so they've gone tour. Um, and a bit of speed. You need a bit of speed. Eagles are bought in Barras and McGovern, and Schofield's out, and Hutch is out with injury. It's going to be a wet weather game again. Mm. Is it raining this Saturday? Yeah, there's forecast for rain, 40%, yeah. but I don't know what time of day. But just say it is a bit slippery. Both teams are going in too tall, but they'll be backing each other to win that ground ball. Yeah. Now, uh, it's Frio's home game, and, you know, the crowd's going to get them... Half a dozen free kicks. Let's let's. And it's not, bit, the crowd's going to you know, get the, the, well, the whole crowd's going to get him. We but. kept Cameron on, haven't we? Though, so we've still got a lot of those elite mm. runners. Because in my opinion, I'll put Cripps, Ryan, Rioli when he's on form, and Cameron as good runners and defensive players. Yep. Mm. So the wet weather suits them. We proved on the weekend we can win wet weather football. Now, Brass and Gov come back. That it gives the um. Optical illusion of this bigger side, but Scully's gone out another tour, mm. and we're almost down a tour last week. Yep. So you've still got the Hearns, the Sheps, the Duggins, the Jedders, uh, the Nelsons down back. That's small and can rebound mm. out. Um, I think. I think, I think H- we've got the team a well balanced team. I to think beat Hutchie's them. a big loss because I think Luke Ryan has been an outstanding player for Fremantle this year. Yep. Really good player. So you, yeah. Uh, so if Hutching was playing, you would have played him on Luke Ryan. I would have played him on Luke Ryan for I sure. Wouldn't. I, I would. I would have played, played, played him on Walters. No. I would. really like this. But I think you'll find Brad Shepherd will go to Walters. The last time we played Frio, Hutchings went on Walters, but Fife didn't play. So. Let's have a look at some of the players that Freo... You, that Fife, Mundy, Walters, Luke, Ryan, Blakely, Matera, Bradley Hill. One of those guys has to be stopped. You have yeah. to play a tag on one I of them. I think you'll find Yo will go to Fife. 
Yeah, I think, you put, I think you put class to class mm. to me. Yeah. I mean, you, we haven't got a runner that can go... We haven't got a guy strong enough to go with five, to be honest. Um, you know, in now... Is there anyone that can tag in a team now? Hutchie's gone out. There's surely got to We've be We've used Nelson as I a think, tagger in the past. I think Jackson Nelson could yeah. quite easily. Um, I think I could see I could see Jackson Nelson lining up on Luke Ryan if he starts to get damaging. I, I'm probably thinking more what Wayne said too, where I think we'll take him on. Because Yo has played a defensive attacking role on Fife before. Yeah. Because Fife is not a two-way runner. No. no. He's an attacking player. So Yo matches him up because he's good at aerial too and he's the big-bodied mid too. Yeah. But he will run off him too if he's not shown respect. Mm. Uh, Kerno had a, almost a record 14 clearances he had on mm. the weekend. Because they moved him. 16, was it? Yeah, he had top they 10 of all time. Eight in the last quarter. Yeah. Because they moved him in the second half yeah. onto Fife. Mm. And Fife just doesn't respect his opponent. So, yo on Fife. Mundy, wouldn't you love a Mundy on, say, a Shuey? You know, he would just run a right on mm. the older legs, you know? You'd run free again. Um, if I was them, I'd be more worried about our midfield. Which is funny because it used to be the opposite, opposite way. That was Freo's strength. Yeah. They lacked backs, they lacked forwards. It was their midfield that was their strength. But right now, Lockie Neal's left. Walters, they'll play forward. Monday's, you know, well, Walters a senior is really player. Da- I've always said Walters is more dangerous forward than he is in the middle. Mm. Um, he was just one guy that I'd try and nullify because they rely on him so much. Well, they'll, they will nullify him because he'll play forward. Will, yeah, but... Like, I wouldn't want Hutch playing in the defensive arc. So I'd rather a Hearn or a Shep on him yeah. by yeah, far. Oh, well, fair enough. Um, look, Even a Duggan. That, I agree with mm. the comment you made a lot earlier in the podcast. I think this is... Duggan had a great game years. against Frio last time. Yeah, I, I would he even put a Duggan well. on him. Duggan's had a he great got season. Defensively great, and he, yeah. he, he, he will bomb it out. He will get that ball out. If mm. they try to kick it to Walters, he doesn't get the ball. It'll be on the wing so very quick. Where is it going to be won? Who who are we going to exploit? Let's let's nail it down to where you think the game will be won. It's got to be won in the midfield. It has to be. Yeah. We've got to, you know, like, I think they're doing the, doing the right thing, bringing Sanderlands and Lob back in. Because Sanderlands not going to do any good in the waffle. What what points? It's like Nick. What's the point going yeah, back Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. But I just, I, I think bringing him in gives him the chance to play Lob up forward, which mm. creates a bit of a headache for us. But, you know, Lob can't do the ruck all day, so Sandlands is going to either be off the ground, mm. and we know that he doesn't kick the ball a lot, he handballs it a lot. Um, yeah, I'm a bit surprised bringing Sandlands straight in, um, but they're, maybe they're trying to expose I, our, us. I find they're very reactive to whatever the Eagles do. Nick Nat came back last week, yeah. big fanfare about him. Mm. The following week, Sandlands comes back, and without a waffle game or anything. Mm. Um, I'm more worried about. Loeb coming back than I'm Sanderlands. Yeah. I think that could actually hinder them. Mm. I really do. And I'm sorry, did Darcy obviously got dropped, yeah? For bringing yeah, the two no, managed. managed. Managed, yeah. He yeah. was pretty sore last you couldn't week. Play him, you couldn't play the three rucks. Um, Lob forward, yeah. But let's be honest, Cox is a lot taller than from Collingwood. And Brass and Gov in the past have done magnificently on yeah. that player. Mm. Um, where it'll be one. That's what I love about the Eagles. We're not this one section side. We attack from defence. Yeah. We can win clearances, which we did against Hawks and mm. won us against Hawks. And we touched on how great Darling is. And I made the comment earlier, I think this year is when Darling has actually overtaken Josh Kennedy. And this is a big call as our most dangerous forward. 
Oh, I, I honestly believe that. No question. I agree. And yeah, it's going to be interesting how the game uh, pans out. I think they've, if three men are on song, like, they can create some damage. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to give them respect. Um, like a lot of Frio fans, our fans uh, bag some of their players like McCarthy, and you know we've always said he's a spud, but he's done more than Hogan has this year. In the little games that he's played, he's actually outplayed Hogan. McCarthy play. I watched that game last week. He he was probably their best player. And he runs. He runs so very well. Yeah. He runs very hard in that. But if Hogan line. was fit, that drop him out. Yes. And I just don't understand that. I've never have. Mm. Um, that's probably the reason I shake my head at some of their decisions um, yeah look Frio one of their past players come out during the week saying they played to beat Eagles now that is just to me from a past player is the wrong message to give out right. you he, know what I mean he and went that, further that just, than that too that, that just shows to me the mentality and some of their fans I'm not having to go out for their fans because every club's got fans that are fucked in the head for, so to speak but a lot of people think that, oh, yeah, we beat the Eagles. But there's 16 other or 17 other teams to play, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you play for a premiership, but you don't play to win a fucking derby. That's what, I'm, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, is He said premierships don't matter, and that doesn't make you a better side. That's the wrong message. Mm. It is all about winning pre- I would lose every derby if I could win the premiership. Oh, of course. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That is such a bad... And I found maybe that's a deep-seated what... Your problem is as a club. You invest so much in beating the Eagles mm. instead of becoming a better team. Yeah. Well, what what some what I get from the Freo mates I've got, they always talk about the Eagles more than Freo. Um, is they think that we care if we lose. We don't give a shit if we lose to Freo. Well, I, I personally don't. I care losing to Freo as I much as I care up. about losing any game. To yeah. me, it's four yeah. points. And yeah, I to me, it's just it. another. Time. And I don't want to have to listen to the Freo supporters if we lose. Yeah. But above that. That's that's my point. It is about winning premierships. It's about finishing higher on the ladder. To say it's not about premierships. Yeah. yeah, you've won premierships, but if you win a derby, you can say we're the better side. The only time Life I wouldn't, does not work that yeah. way. The only time I wouldn't want to lose to Freo is in a grand final. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'd, I'd leave the I, state. I think, but I think this is a final for Freo this week because they are. They could go out of the eight this week. When you look at the other games, yeah, they, they need to keep winning. They have to. You look at they got Port breathing down their throat, who are lucky. They, ha- they haven't got a hard draw last week. Port would be in the eight. Essendon Roos are right there as well. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't got a hard draw, but they lost to Carlton and Melbourne. But when you lose to Carlton, um, you know, winnable game. You win. You against Melbourne. They could be sitting in the top four. Mm. Uh, let's not. You know, they beat Brisbane by a point, wasn't it? Yes. Um, so. They're lucky to where they are. Um, you know, th- this is a, a probably a bigger game for them than it is for us. But in saying that, both of the teams need to win because we're fighting for top four and they're fighting for top eight. Yeah. And as you said, there's four or five teams below that are sitting in there to take that eight spot. Yeah. And you keep slipping up, you're not going to get there. And you, you don't want to be making up numbers. Same with us. There's a couple of teams there slip want to get in that top four. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, it's a tight comp. You know, things went the Eagles' way on the weekend. Collingwood lost and yes, stuff GWS. like that. Um, Giants lost. Um, and this is why I'm saying it's a fickle game. It's anyone's game to win. I can't see why the Eagles are that far in front on the odds. It's a mm. joke, mm. especially when they both play at this ground. Um, I thought the odds would be a lot closer. But, hey, we'll see what happens on uh, yeah. Saturday night. That's it. It's a danger game. As we saw, we touched on, we beat through. If we beat Collingwood next week... Second spot's ours. 
and that that is huge in the contrast of the season. Yeah. I'll, Massive. I'll be. I'll start getting excited if the Eagles win the next three of three games. Exactly. I'll start getting really excited. Um, but we could lose all three of them as well. So yeah. um, I'm not going to get too ahead of myself at the moment. But if we do, then watch out. That's my problem because I'm excited now. <laughs> I can't help it. We're getting the, our best 22 out there. I know they're not fit. We said, you know, it'll take a month or so for them to actually get fit. But we're getting our best 22 out and we're playing impressive football. We've won seven out of our last eight games. Yeah, we're playing good. We're, we're a form side going in. Yeah. Right, let's get a winner and margin. Eagles by 37. Oh, jeez, you're very confident. Oh, I'm sticking to my Eagles by 15. Well, I'm going to Eagles by seven points. Whoa. I reckon it's going to be a tight one right down to the last minute. I don't think my heart can take this anymore, to be no, honest. No. These close wins, like, we're so good at winning these close games. I, I wanted oh, to, my I God, wanted to give so the, I wanted to give it the kiss of death, but oh. I'm not going to do that. Best on ground. Darling. That, the uh, Glendinning oh. Allen medal. Oh, I reckon Hamling, there's no Pierce now. Hamling will play on Josh Kennedy. I reckon Darling might have a great game. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go a big one here. I'm going to go Andrew Gaff. Oh, Just to yeah, oh, love that. And then, when the, then when he gets his medal, imagine the boos. Well, I was, if that I was just about to say you could be right because whenever they boo a player, it, yeah. they tend to like uplift and play better, don't they? Like, well, I, I'm putting my money on a long outsider here. And I think he's going to turn it on. I reckon Willie Riola's going to turn Willy it on. Riola, oh, that'd yeah. be nice. And first goal, I'm going with Willie. Mm-hmm. First goal, I'll go Cripps. I'm going to go Flying Ryan to get the first goal this week. Ooh. I think he's in for a big one. Another one. He's been very unselfish, Ryan. He'll probably give it to Cripps and I'll yeah. win because he's, he's <laughs> yeah. set Cripps up again. And, um, yeah, I hope the GOAT turns it on again as well. He's leading the TNG... Uh, Player of the Year award, sensational so. season, and ever since Gaff got done for suspension, which gave him his chance again, mm. he's just numbers have been phenomenal. Oh, yeah, he's uh, taking it to another level. Well, um, that's it. Um, all right, guys, thanks for joining us. Sorry that we had a little bit of a break. I went on my little footy uh, pilgrimage. Um, we'll be back next week, hopefully, with uh, talking about an Eagles winning the 50th Derby and looking ahead at the Collingwood game. So join us. Uh, look on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can just download the shows from a plethora of um, podcast apps such as Spotify, our preferred SoundCloud, um, iTunes, you name them, they're everywhere. Thanks again for joining us, guys. No worries, Good thanks. To be See you later on. See you next week, guys. Oh, Wayne probably won't be here next week because he's going to be interstate, so we might have another guest in. We'll see how it goes. All right, catch you guys. See ya. Got it, machine. Crips. Ship it to Kraft.